Galilee Thank you. 
excitement and honor. I want you to rise to your feet. Even those on Facebook Live, rise to your feet as put your hands together. Welcome to the platform, my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris. Keep clapping. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You will never be the same if you meet the man from Galilee. Do you believe it? His name is Jesus. Amen. He will change your life. Has he changed your life? He's changed my life. And he set my spirit free. Glory to God. Let's clap one more time for our King. Our Lord and our Savior. Let us all pray. Father, we thank you for this great privilege and blessing to be part of a great kingdom, the kingdom of light. And thank you for your salvation, taking us from the kingdom of darkness and putting us, putting our feet on a solid rock. We are forever thankful and forever grateful. Now we open ourselves to receive your word. Your word that is sharper than a two-edged sword. Now cut, Lord. Cut inside of our lives. Transform. Remove the cancer. Remove the blockages. Remove the hindrances. Help us to go higher. Help us to go deeper. And help us to do more. We give you praise. Come Holy Spirit. Enlighten us. Bring truth to our lives. In the name of Him who died and rose the third day. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And we all say, Amen, Amen, Amen. You may all be seated on top of your enemies. Glory to God. What a blessing to be here. On this beautiful Sunday. I told you God is smiling on us although it rains in the week sometimes Sundays it gives us a little sunshine Amen now unfortunately we have a bit of a number change due to Corona so we appeal to you now once again to just give your name in for the first service so that we can balance the amounts of people we can only be 250 outside. And we are now outside. Amen. I don't know for how long. The higher this walls go, soon they will classify us as inside. So just once again, do that. And then we have another service at 11.30. If you don't make it for the first one, you can always attend the second one. The second one is different, but very anointed also. Amen. Glory to God. Did you all get my message this morning? That you must dress warm? I think Uncle George didn't get it because he only has a shirt on. <laughs> the announcers should have said some things they'll say after the service, but this is how it works. Lizzie, are you around? We will have some people with boards coming to you and ask you if your name is on the chat group of the church. The reason for that is because of all this 
volatile time we live in, I need to give you information on a Friday or Saturday about the service. Do you understand? So maybe if it's storming, then we have to go back to the tent, but we, we can't determine that before the time. So you put your name on a little group. It's called BMI. Uh, it's, it's only information. You can't, re- you can't say anything there. You can't say amen. You can't say nothing. It's only I can send you information. So don't worry. I know many people don't like to be on groups because too many people talk nonsense on groups. Is it true? Some people must go start their own groups because they are just a nuisance. But make sure they will ask you and if not, just give your cell number, your name, they write it down and soon you will see you are added to a very good group where you get some good information from me. Sometimes an encouraging scripture, sometimes some pictures of what we are doing here but you'll be up to date with information. You must have information. Information is knowledge. Amen? Knowledge is power. And we know that God is going to help us to overcome ignorance by all the wisdom we get. Praise the Lord. Let me jump into the Word. The announcers will do some more things after. Today we're also sharing the bread and the wine. So as soon as I'm done with the preaching, we will do that. Praise the name of the Lord. Turn your Bibles if you have. Psalm 95 verse 6. Psalm 95 verse 6. And then we are going to stay in Psalms and read probably the most popular Psalm. David wrote Psalm 23. Hallelujah. We also welcome back uh, Dr. Evans. He arrived yesterday from Ghana. And I'm sure our other pastor will be coming this week or so, isn't it? Two weeks' time. If you don't know, we have another good Ghanaian pastor who got married in Ghana. And he has to bring his new wife over. But there's a delay. The wife has too many things to carry and there's not a big enough plane to carry all the things. What a shock. I'm just joking. He's watching me on TV. So please forgive me, Pastor. And his wife's name is Devira, isn't it? Now I had to do the wedding. I had to preach at the wedding and I could not remember the wife's name. You know, sometimes at the wedding, you, I've never met the woman before. But I know his name is Samson. And I know her name starts with a D. I almost said, I almost made a mistake and said Samson and Delilah. But then somebody not me and said, no, it's Deviera. Deviera. May the Lord have mercy. You may be seated, Pastor. It's not easy if you marry a Delilah. <laughs> Oh, praise God. I'm sure my wife is going to have a ladies' convention. Is that still happening? You must tell us more about it. Amen. Then you can all be enriched. All the ladies. All the single ladies. And all the married ladies. Psalm 95, verse 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Beautiful. 
For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. Hallelujah. I read it again. For he is our God. Verse 7. The Lord our maker is our God. Who are we? We are his people. The people of his pasture. And we are the sheep of his hand. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Hallelujah. I don't know if you like it or not, but if I understand the scriptures correctly, the Bible refers to you and I as sheep. Amen. I don't know what type of animal you can connect yourself to. There are times when we are... Uh, when we do like, what do we call the small groups, connect groups or cell groups, then they have like an icebreaker. In the icebreaker, one of the icebreakers says, uh, if you should connect your name to an animal or you, what animal would you choose? Have you done that one before? I don't know who of you would be a crocodile. I'm sure many want to be lions, isn't it? Lion, because the lion is the king of the jungle. Hey! In some animal kingdoms, let me tell you, the mothers are in charge. Must I tell you what, king, what animals are like that? Unfortunately, the hyena. The hyena, the, the matriarch, is in charge. <laughs> the hyena is like the communities that we live in, where many women are in charge. Women are very strong. Amen. But I will leave all that to my wife who will speak at the ladies' convention. I've only been invited once to speak at the women's convention and they said they will never ask me to come back again. Because I did not praise the ladies, I corrected the ladies. And few people like correction. One, 2 Corinthians 13 verse 7 says, I hope you don't get angry at my correction. I hope you don't get angry at my correction. But let's come back to what the Bible says. You might think you are a lion or a crocodile, but the Bible says we are sheep. We are sheep. Unfortunately for us, because we grow up in urban places, we don't really understand this uh, analogy that the Bible makes. is Amen. Although I know we call one another dogs when we get angry. <laughs> the dog, you son of a motherless goats. That's a movie if you don't know the three amigos. <laughs> Look. 
it will cost us, take us a lot of time to do it, but if you, you need to understand the sheep to know why did God call us sheep? What is the nature of a sheep? The Bible uses animal terms to type, give us descriptions and then there are times when the Bible talks about goats and sheep. He says, in the last days when there will be a judgment, there will be a division between goat and sheep. Amen. Sheep are timid. Sheep are calm. Sheep go to a slaughter. Jesus, when he was described, he was, he was spoken of as a baby sheep. If you understand your, your good English grammar correctly, the baby sheep is a lamb. Amen. They grow up, they become sheep. It's the lamb that was led to the slaughter because he doesn't go on much. He's calm. He, he, he accepts, he accepts uh, his judgment. He accepts his, uh, his sacrifice. A goat does not easily go to the slaughter. A goat is wild. You could also liken being in the darkness, in the kingdom of darkness or sinful, being either a goat or another animal, which I don't really want to use here, but I should probably do it. There are certain animals that do not go quietly to the slaughter. A goat is one and a pig is another one. <laughs> and you know a pig in Afrikaans is a fark, isn't it? And unfortunately in the Afrikaans language we have used it oftentimes detrimentally to refer to human beings. So when people really make us angry, we say what? Yo? I didn't say it. I did not say it. I know of some ladies who call their husbands uh, pigs. But it doesn't sound as nice in English as in Afrikaans. But let me tell you, when a, when a woman swears in English, when she, uh, when she derog we uses the derogatory term to the husband, she doesn't use the word you pig, she say you swine. In Afrikaans it's easy, you fark. With the emphasis on the R and the K. Fark. But we are not that. In, according to God's word, we are what? Sheep. Amen. Now it's not true that we all have the nature of sheep. And that is why a church is important because there's a lot of molding and making and refinery. Hallelujah. Transformation of people from goat-like creatures to sheep-like creatures. To wild, untamed, rebellious, stubborn goats to calm, obedient sheep. Hallelujah. We are the sheep of His pasture. Glory to God. And the Lord refers to us in His word as sheep. And you must accept it. Do not... Do not rebel against that term because it has many and much meanings for us. And if God helps me, I will share just a few this morning to give you some revelation. Hallelujah. But Jesus, when he looked across the people, 
He used the term, I see them like sheep without a shepherd. It's better to be a sheep than a goat. Better to be a sheep than a fark. But you can also be a sheep having no shepherd. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And that's another danger because unlike a goat, unlike any other animal, the sheep needs more care, more help than a goat, a pig or anything else. You know, a pig, if you leave him, he just goes to the mud. He can run around and eat anything from plastic to leaves to dead, anything dead. But, but a sheep needs tender love and care. TLC. Amen. And if sheep don't have a shepherd, then, then, then destruction is their end. Are, are you all functioning? Yeah, you need a shepherd. Otherwise, you will be like, you know, when Jesus looked over the crowd, he, he, the Bible said he had compassion for them because yeah, he felt sorry for them. Because how can a sheep survive without a shepherd? Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to Psalm 23. We must all see ourselves as sheep in relation to God and also in relation to our pastor. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 verse 1, the King James verse, and the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. These are one of the Psalms we teach our kids in the kingdom kids. And if you join our Bible school, we have a whole section called memory verse. Memory verse. You will know a few Psalms by memory and many scriptures you will know by memory. I encourage you all, please go and attend our Bible school. Will you do that? Can you say some Psalms by memory? If not, the Bible school will help you. Amen. If they can just organize here, uh, Pastor Robin, quickly, if he's around, come to me. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now you say the other part. He restoreth and keep reading. He what? He leadeth me beside the quiet waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Beautiful. How many of you know the psalm from the start to the end? Put up your hand, don't be shy. Oh, so you know, you might miss a few lines, but you know more or less the psalm. I see now more hands are going up. Jylle so bang, ek roep jylle voor en toe om hier op jou verhoog te staan, to stand and say it. I won't do that. I won't do that. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. I shall not want. The other version says, I shall lack nothing. That's when the Lord is your shepherd. Amen. Jesus is referred to in the scripture as the great shepherd. The great shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to be called in Revelation the chief shepherd. And, and, and eventually the eternal shepherd. Hallelujah. But your pastor and anyone 
who leads people is also referred to as a shepherd. Our church has a large organized organogram of small groups. And over every small group, there is a leader. And recently, we have restructured the church into more small groups. And it is expected of you as a sheep. We have a wind, so I'm sure the guys must now already start thinking. Maybe the speakers must come flat so we don't have a disturbance when I'm preaching. Uh -huh. Can you see it moving? All right. Listen to me carefully. We have a system of small groups. We expect every sheep here to be led and guided by a shepherd in the group. Say Amen. We do not have sheep in this church with no shepherd. Yes. The leader is often referred to as a shepherd because this is how Jesus explained it to us. The chief shepherd is Jesus himself. Yes. The great shepherd is Jesus. And he uses the analogy, the thief, the don't. They're just going to put the speakers on the, I know you people are easily distracted. Look at me. Look into my navy blue eyes. Jesus is the true shepherd, but he has what he calls under shepherds. I want you to understand. So when I refer to the shepherd in my preaching, I could be referring dualistically to God as well as to your pastor. Hallelujah. Because he has given you pastors after his own heart in Jeremiah. Hallelujah. That will feed the sheep. Yes, that will nurture the sheep and that will guide the sheep. Now in the psalm from the first verse right down to the bottom, you will notice a lot of care given to the sheep. The first one is you are led. He leadeth me. He leadeth me. A goat cannot easily be led. Anyone who tends a church, who does not take instruction, who cannot be led, I'm afraid you are, you are in need of metamorphosis, transformation. You must be transformed from a goat, a gorilla, a, a crocodile, a lion to a sheep. If you have a stubborn attitude, if you have a rebellious attitude, if you have niman fatiyah of you're not a sheep. There's a book of this Eastman. Ma'askapa zaini. The Lord said, you are the sheep of his pasture. And these things are not said just for speck and boonsies, punankis. There's very good wisdom, godly wisdom behind the way the Lord defines us. Yeah. And as I said, unfortunately, maybe some of our older people that come from the farm areas, they will understand David's writings better because David was a shepherd boy, but he wrote about the sheep and his experience of looking after them, he now equates with how God looks after the people. Yes. He, he had to protect the sheep from wolves and jackals. And not jackals, the bear and the lion. Remember, there was a time when he said he, 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 he could destroy a lion and a bear that came for his sheep. That's why he could fight Goliath. Hallelujah. But he, he, this, in the psalm, he explains to us that the Lord will lead you. Yes, the Lord will lead you to quiet waters. To nice green pastures. 
Jij zal zijn lekker eet, man. Als je je herder redt. Als je je herder redt, ga je varkens eet, man. Because nobody is there to lead you. Maybe people can lead you because you're not leadable. You want the miracles, you want the anointing, you want the power of God, but nobody can instruct you. Let me tell you a secret. When Jesus did one of the greatest miracles, it was when he gave, he divided two fish and five loaves into 15,000 people. Now that must boggle any scientist, professor, or any person's mind. Who can do emphasis? 15,000 men, 15,000 people, and they were full. So much so that there were 12 baskets left. Yay, what a miracle. But let me tell you, the secret behind it is, before the miracle, Jesus said, let the people sit down. David said in the psalm, he maketh me. He what? He maketh me lie down. If you can't be made to do something, you can't be a sheep. There's a book, Jamie. Hallelujah. He maketh me. If your leader can't make you do anything, he said, make the people sit down before they can see a miracle. I, I prophesy you'll see miracles. You are going to see miracles. If you can come into the submission of the word of God. And if you can be made to do things. Hallelujah. He didn't just say, make them sit down. He said, now break them up into groups of 50. Wow. Order. Instruction. Obedience. And then the power of God will be seen. Are you listening to me, my beloved sisters? Brothers? I know you need a miracle and God wants to do it for you and he will do it for you. But you can see in the word of God, he shows us. Yes, this is wisdom, isn't it? Yeah, you have a wise pastor. Otherwise they now run when the things fall and say mercy on them. Glory to God. Let me get to my sermon. Are you ready to hear something wonderful? Now, sheep need guidance, and this is the sermon today. Why sheep need guidance? Amen? I'm going to tell you now why sheep need guidance, and this is why any good Christian needs to be guided. Hallelujah. The enemy has succeeded to make many Christians think they don't need anything, that they can survive on their own. But the lie is that a sheep can never survive on its own. You see, a sheep can never survive on its own. It's a lie if you think that you can just go anywhere and fit in anywhere. It's not like that. You need a shepherd and you need guidance. Are you listening to me? Because without guidance, you will go astray and your life will be destroyed. Ask me, I'm pastoring for 20 years. Next year. 
I've seen people's lives go astray. As I see you, I am blessed. I see you coming to receive, coming to grow, coming to mature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. And as the months and the years go by, you'll see a great improvement in your life. Of course you will. God is not a man that he should lie. But as soon as the enemy comes to whisper into your ear that you don't need this guidance anymore, that is the start of the destruction of your life. It is the beginning of the end. If there's anything I can warn you with from my experience, it is this thing, that once your attitude changes to goat-like nature, you start to go down. You won't know it. You, you think you're okay because you might still survive on some of the past adrenaline or momentum. But not long. Not long. I can show you the results of your decision. So I'm, I'm explaining to you today why you need to have a shepherd. And why you need guidance. Why when I say to you, you must belong to a small group, take my instruction. Because I'm giving it to you from the word of the Lord. You're not a goat. You belong to a group. Hallelujah. We are the sheep of his pasture. You see, sheep, if they are not led, they start to walk into what we call self-destructive patterns. As the other people who are living in the world, they are living in That is, I'm trying to explain it in Afrikaans. Please forgive me, my Afrikaans was not good. I received the D. D stands for Dwasdia. In my Afrikaans. Self-destructive patterns. You know what it means to self-destruct? Like if you watch a lot of movies, they say, hey, the enemy is coming. There's a call the self-destruct button. Press it and then everybody bombs up. You destroy yourself because you don't want the enemy to destroy you. Adolf Hitler, before they caught him in the bunker, he shot himself through the head. He didn't want this enemy to kill him. It's called self-destruct. Yeah, if you watch karate movies like me, you should, it's very good. You will see that before the Shaolin master is killed, he kills himself because it's a, it's a shame to be killed by the enemy. Self-destruct. Sheep that have no shepherd, they go into self-destructive patterns. You can't just blame people all the time. And I'm going to tell you, your destruction that will come by not being under a shepherd, my experience says that most people who destroy themselves, they also blame the shepherd for their destruction. They walked away from the shepherd, but if they are destroyed, they blame the shepherd for their destruction. What a shock. What a shock. It's bad. When I think about this, I always say, I always say, self-destruction in youth is so, is so prevalent. Like we have little children, right, growing up. You, you saw, some of you have small children sitting on your lap. And you hope that they will make the right decisions, isn't it? You show them pictures of what the Daga smoker looks like after many years. 
you show what mandrax does to people. We show people what illicit sex do to them. We show them what wine does to people. Somebody said when they show wine adverts on TV, they never show somebody lying on the side of the road. They only show a person in a boat going sailing from one place to the other place. So the lady asked, as yellas come for your customers. Are you shy for your customers? And the lady in the pot, that's your customer. Hij die wijsrooi gekoop, maar zij zei niet die waarheid. Jullie schaam voor jullie customers. <laughs> so you can tell your boy, look, don't do this, don't smoke cigarettes. Look at daddy, kijk hoe ik daddy zijn tanden, kijk hoe ik daddy zijn mond. Moet niet die goed doen nie, uh, mijn longen is klaar, die x-ray wees pak zwart. Even though he knows what you're saying to him. He goes into what we call self-destructive patterns. I mean, how dumb can you get and still breathe? You show that to him. My can money make what Oma make. Oma snake. Oma snake no did prime tabak. Ma yala moti di khutuni. Oma kani anastani. Snake. My Oma chuka snake. Wat maak is nee, ik weet ook niet. And later you find, yeah, the kid is doing the same thing. We're like sheep, isn't it? The reason for that is there's no shepherd. So you destroy yourself. And you will all be destroyed if you have no shepherd. Quickly, let me tell you, quickly, quickly. Oh my goodness, yeah. If you have no guidance, you will follow the same trial, the same path until it becomes like a rut. They loop net, they loop. One of the things of herding sheep is that they have to be moved along all the time. Are you with me? And they must be moved to other places. Otherwise, they eat everything finished that is there. They eat the roots, everything, everything. And the more they walk in the same way, the more that same path goes deeper and deeper. Kijk, moest maar net als je, if you walk in a, if you walk in a field, you see people have walked here, that, that path is a little deeper. It's called the rut, it goes down. Because you don't know where else to go. Sheep just follow the one in front of them. And if there's no guidance, you follow the wrong people. That's why our, our young people, they follow, if they don't have the proper understanding and a good shepherd to tell them what friends to be with, they follow the wrong person and they go into a rut. That's called self-destructive pattern. Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Oh, that one hurts, but I, I'll preach it till the day I'm gone. Because it's truth. Good company, bad company corrupts good character. Yeah. A child of God that's born again must have born again friends. Yeah. If, if your best friends are not in the church or they're not born again, I doubt that you're on the right track. You are walking into a rut. You are following the person in front of you. And the constant walking makes a little deep gorge. It's a rut. You're in a rut. And everything around you is... Hij is opgevreerd, daar is niks meer gras nie, daar is niks meer nie. Julle is in a woestijn, a barrenness. That's when a sheep is not guided. Because a good shepherd will say, 
Ons eet, ons eet vandag hier, morgen eet ons hier. Dat hy gras weer kan groei. Is dit waar? Because there's a leader, there's a guide. That's why sheep need guidance. But without a shepherd, your life is in a rut. And I'm speaking to you this morning, maybe you have this pattern, that pastor, I can't come right. That's called a rut. You need a shepherd to guide you. And when the shepherd says, not this way, tomorrow we're going this way. You see, if you obey, then you will come out of that rut. Hallelujah. That is why we need a shepherd. So one of the reasons why we need the guidance is that we must get out of the rut. We must leave barrenness behind. And then number three is that, oh, number two, um, if sheep eat from the same place all the time, they also poo-poo there and they wee-wee there. And it becomes what we call disease. Worms and gutatis and parasites. Flies and bichis and muggis. Those things, they are like demons. They harass the sheep. They, 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 they lay eggs into their nostrils. They cause internal parasites. And spiritually speaking, it's what happens to people with no shepherd. You are grazing on the same piece of land where later there's now diseases, excretion, stinking, everything. You're like the prodigal son in the pigsty eating from the pig's food. And these parasites I'm talking about, they are the devils and the demons that will harass you because you have no pastor. You have no shepherd to lead and to guide you. But I have good news for you because the gospel is good news. Amen. That was just the bad news, now the good news. Do you want to hear the good news? If you have a shepherd, hallelujah, and I'm sure you do, then I want to show you what is going to happen to you. Psalm 23 verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Alright. Now here's a many, many, many people sitting here. 250 people. What is the sign that the person next to you is being guided by a shepherd? What a good message. Must I tell you? What is the sign? There are seven signs. The first sign is exactly what David wrote to us in, his, in the Bible. He said, if, the, if you have a shepherd, if you are following a shepherd, the first sign in your life is what he said in Psalm 1, if the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The NLT says, I shall lack nothing. Hallelujah. So you can write down that word as, you will prosper. You will prosper. Arm shall say, come. My arm shall say, you blame me. And say, what no arm is? I bid in your gedachten, say, say, I don't know what the man say. Because he is not a bok, but he is a schaap. I pray for schaapen. I'm here to tell you, if you follow the guidance of a shepherd, you will clearly see in your life that lack 
is disappearing. As I stand before you today, submitted my life to a pastor, submitted even up till today. I, I'm your pastor. I'm a pastor of pastors, but I also have a pastor because I know it is this thing, principle, that has caused me to move out of lack into prosperity. Say, come on, sin, man. Kijk hoe leek ik. Ik zie nou die pastors en nou nieuwe dingen, hulle draan nou jeans en tekkies met de suit. Hulle het lekkie recht je eier. Ze moet moest recht lekk, man. Kom ons hier in een bankloop zoen nie. Mense dink jy is een rover. Believe me when I say, look, zij dink jy is arm. Ik was ook arm. But thank God, my mother and my father took me to church. I submitted myself under the leader and the shepherd and the guide. Today I'm prosperous. I can't begin to tell you. If you come to my church, often you'll hear my small stories. Here was a small group. Uncle Charles, we could not peanut butter eat in brain bread. Now, I know I was at university for many years. One of my subjects I'll never forget was poverty in education. And the, the lecturer told us, Poverty is a relative term because you can't say you're poor until you measure yourself against the person that's really poor. But we were so poor, the poor people called us poor. Yeah. We were so poor, one day a thief broke into our house and when we woke up, we saw that the door broken, the window open, but nothing was gone. And I was crazy to a 20 rand on the table. En die kopie op die twintig rand. Hy dink sê kan, ach, koop maar vir julle iets, want hy is niks om te steel in die huis. Oei! Only Christmas. Only Christmas we could eat what you guys call Kellogg's. That time it was called Postosties. Before you were born, Virgil. And we only had it on Christmas. We were seven children, my mother and my father, and my mother took her sister in with two more children. So it was a clump on your nice man. At one stage, five of us slept on one bed. Say, my little man, you arm, say, was he? I was so arm. I'm a trusset, you were dent gemak. Oh, Jesus. The mattress, he made a dent, and I'm sleeping on the end, and I'm hoeing fast because anytime I can roll over. Yarra. And there's nothing like it was dry. That's a plate for dry. They must lay to tomorrow too. You must lie, sleep. When we get that pastosis on Christmas, hey, we were so happy. When I see all the And my mother was not well, so sometimes my father had to care for us when she was in hospital. And he just made a he had to go to work. So, five o'clock, he make a big pot of milipap. No problem. The guys must just let everything down. Maybe just leave that there. So, wind, when it's the anointing. When I'm here, the power is very strong. But don't be afraid. You are safe down there. You are in the valley. I'm preaching from the mountain peaks. Yeah, my father made a big pot of milipap. You know milipap? 
Sometimes it was white, sometimes it was yellow. I don't know if you know those days that they mixed a millipap. I don't know what now van Anna Kuring plek afkomov. I says, who can sit alone so geel? I say, eat man, man, no buy a fra fra ni. Then we eat the pot one third. When we come from school, we must eat the second third. Then there's a third left for the evening. I remember those days when there was nothing. Dat moet vroeg van die school af terug had loop. Om my laaste stikkie brood te eet. Want die manne wat laaste ko kree niks. Hey! And my favorite story was when my father, when I one day I made some bread with peanut butter. Brown bread. Wat brood het ek hier gekeen die dierbares? That's why when they ask me hierby wimpie, brown or white toast, I say, hey! Ek het zwaar groot geraak, bring die wit brood man. Ek is moeg van bruin brood. As krik, hy is sy wuiteris. Sklaaf van bruin brood. Wanda was putting some peanut butter on, and then I was just about to put some peanut butter on top. Laat hy mis lekker, smooth is man. Ek woon het, hey! My pa. My pa staan achter my, hy sê, het hy ma! Wat maakt hy? I say, I'm putting peanut butter in, but I say, it's a mood for your malo. Don't say, here, group my rug. Say, fat butter or peanut butter. Hey, I peanut butter choke my day, dark dear bars. That if I had to make any help. We didn't have clothes, like we shared the clothes. We were seven, five brothers, two sisters on top of each other. So, ja, it mekaar het. Zij wat eerste by die broek kom, zij draan. Daar was hy van, jou kleren, my kleren nie. But let me tell you something. Since I started living for Jesus, He took my poverty away. As I know my kashi upma, I took one of the young men to come and live by me now. So everything I say, he must tell you if I'm lying. As I know my kashi upma, tasanani yen pinat bota pochini, alastan sumasuan reya. And as he cast the folders, as he anas in the pantry. Visit what's a pantry? You will have too much food in your kitchen. That there must be another room for the extra food. It's called a pantry. As I know the soap peanut butter, then smear kombuta. Experience duck and experience butter. As not no one done a skirkika, then get us my power at Kumas at the deer but her clapper. As I suck, as my frozen cup of frase, what the flavor said, cup ali flavors. Crunchy, smooth, and double crunchy. Want zwaar krijg, krijg ik niet meer niet. I have a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. Ik sta niet bij je ATM twaalf uur in de nacht niet. Op een en dertigste van nou twaalf uur pingen gaat mij pijen. And what God has done for me, 
He can do for you. I'm living a prosperous life. Yes. I'm not ashamed about I'm not ashamed of prosperity. Because poverty is a curse. We can, we, can grow, we can start in poverty, but it's not your end. God is going to lift you up and He's going to take you high. If you can submit yourself under the leadership and the guidance of a shepherd. I'm telling you the truth. When you are rebellious, nobody can guide you, nobody can lead you, you probably will stay poor. But come under the guidance of a leader. David said, He's my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ek gaan nie baie winkel toe nie, dierbares. Ek het die tijd nie. En as ek moet gaan, ek koop ek so maag vir die hele drie maanden, koop ek raai, daar is die God. Wat gaat ek nou elke week, by die selle winkel, die selle ding koop. As jy met my. There's something we call, just enough. Then we have what we call, no, never enough. Now you will first start, your poverty will start with never enough. You never have enough. Then you'll come to a place of just enough. But as you stay in the Lord, you'll go to a place, lady, of more than enough. Are you listening to me? I don't know where you are now. I'm sure that you've been following this church for a while and you've been sitting under the shepherd, you must have moved from never enough to just enough. And if you keep following, surely you'll come to a place called more than enough. More than enough. Amen? Your man shall not for you must grow to the castle. Because as he plek on your rock to hang. As you glow me in his name, that's why you're so swakery. But I see God prospering His people. That's when they, are, they fall under a shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not lack. I will not lack. I will not lack. But I boast in the Lord, said Paul. Amen. And he said, he leads me. Amen. He said, he leads me beside the still waters. So number one, you'll have prosperity. I give you three points and then I close. Number one, prosperity. Number two, you'll have calmness. Still waters. Die waters is still. Misschien is die waters in jou leven oproerig. Maar ek sal vir jou sê, as jy jou herder het, if you have a shepherd, he will lead you to quiet waters. Where there's calmness. Amen. Die daarvan blauw oors voorbij. Halleluja. Jou man sla nie my oor toe nie. Hy jou vrou en soveel is my kap te koop hier die man, Jaap jou, hy sla jou oor vir jou toe. Blauw mascara. There's never calmness. Hy bly met die kind beklaai, hy bly op drugs. But when you have a shepherd, you will lead your whole family to the Lord's house. And under the guidance of that shepherd, you can say like David, he leads me beside the quiet waters. Peace. Peace. No more fighting. No more fighting. No more swearing. You will have the quiet waters in your life. Amen. 
understanding will come to your home. Your wife will understand you and you will understand her. Hallelujah. Number three, you will have spiritual food because it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. Wow. These are people that have shepherds. You will have green pastures. Someone who is under the care of a shepherd is filled with the Word of God. Spiritual food. I'm not talking about the peanut butter. That's physical food. Now I'm talking about spiritual food. That's why I'm encouraging you. Attend Bible school. Know the Word. Study the Scriptures. Memorize the Word. You will know spiritual food. You will have spiritual food. Hallelujah. He will lead you beside the quiet waters and you will make you lie down in green pastures. Look this morning, you are learning about the sheep and the shepherd. Isn't it good food? Then he says, uh, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You will also have comfort. Amen. You will have comfort of a shepherd. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, life deals many blows. Somebody once said, life is not fair. This morning, I, I opened my uh, computer and I saw that one of the great generals in Nigeria died this morning, T.B. Joshua. I don't know if you don't know, I'm telling you now. So you don't always understand how life is. He's a big TV preacher, T.B. Joshua. 57 years old. Gone. You're going to need the comfort of the Holy Spirit in this life. You don't know what tomorrow brings. You can say, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this. But the Bible says you better say if God wills. Because who knows? Now, if you have no shepherd, you see, you see, we always get this from people outside. They say, Pastor, Pastor, as I do it, I'm Pastor my begraaf. Because there's no case, there's a book, you know, you're in sleep. But there's also no light here, all by your kiss. How good he was. But the person that has a shepherd is not like that. There's comfort. There's comfort. In the days of your trouble, we all have trouble. Because we live in a sinful world and we have an enemy that attacks us all the time. But you will have the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And you will have a comfort of a shepherd, of a pastor that will stand with you in the difficult times. And in a huge church like us, although it's, it's, it becomes difficult to be with everybody privately, that's why we have many shepherds. That's why we encourage you to belong to a small group. Uh -huh. Don't say, the church never came to visit me. They don't worry about me. You, you, you were a, you a bok, a bok. You don't come into the uh, uh, instruction I gave to belong to a small group so that that shepherd can inform me that you have a serious problem, a serious crisis that maybe needs extra love and care. Do you understand? But if you have a shepherd, comfort is your portion. Receive comfort in Jesus' name. Then you'll have anointing. He anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Many young men want the anointing of God, the power of God. 
Many women must desire the power of God. You cannot receive anointing and power just loose. The anointing and the power is for a purpose. Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you because I want you to become witnesses. Are you listening to me? And the transference of anointing flows from pastor to sheep. Yes. The oil of the anointing in the days of, of a real shepherd was to rub it completely over the sheep's skin to prevent flies and bugs and these things come sitting on the sheep causing frustration. Do you know what happens when a fly? A fly is a sign of a devil, a demon. Amen. And when a fly goes into the nostril or some bug, he lays eggs and he causes the sheep to, to become so irritated because a sheep don't have hands like you and me that can scratch where it's itching. So what he will do, he'll take his head and he will knock it against a rock to, to, to get rid of the itch. And that rocking knocks him mad. He loses his head and he goes into places he should not go. And the ultimate aim of devils and demons is to make you mad. Have you wondered why people act mad? They are affected by devils and demons. And if you see the story of the madman of Gadara, it is the ultimate aim of a devil is to make you mad. It's the highest form of demonic activity, madness. That's why when I, I, I realize why many people act mad. The demons are working. But when the anointing oil is on you, the Bible says the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Hallelujah. I don't want devils on me. I don't want the flies to lay eggs in me. I want to be free from demons and devils. Amen. I want the oil. How many want the oil of God on their lives? Hallelujah. And the Bible instructs us. They will lay hands. And they will cast out devils. Yes, the shepherds. God's generals, God's people. We will lay hands. We will cast out devils. You will speak in new tongues. You will lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. If you believe this, every time I lay hands on you, you will receive something wonderful in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, let me close. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Number six. Let's take six points home, okay? Goodness and mercy shall follow you. Good things and mercy shall abound in your life. All the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Number seven is you will have eternal joy. Number six is goodness and mercy, and you will have eternal joy. Eternal joy. If, if, if you can be as a sheep that is led by a shepherd. You shall not lack. You shall be comforted. You shall be oiled. You'll see progress in your life. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil come and lie to you. Because we will start to see a destructive pattern in your life. And your life will end not ceremoniously but very terrible. Spiritually you will die. When the, when the Bible talks about death, it doesn't always mean you will die physically. It talks about spiritual death. You must receive this message. You are a sheep. You are not a goat. 
but you must be a sheep that is guided by a shepherd. Hallelujah. Our chief shepherd is Jesus, but he gives us under shepherds. And if you follow the under shepherds, you know, he said in his word, if you receive the one I sent to you, you receive me. Do you want to receive Jesus? Receive the one that is sent to you. And you are receiving him. And all the blessings I gave you now, from number one to number seven, it will be your portion. You will have joy. Sister, your sadness for not having a husband is coming to an end. Your husband is in the church. You just haven't seen him. Yes, he's here. You must stop looking for a tall, light-skinned man. Maybe God is giving you a short, dark-skinned, fat, belly-type Nigerian. Yes. Receive it. But your joy will be full. Because maybe he has more money than anybody else. Amen. Don't worry. You'll be comforted. Somebody's wife died uh, just recently through COVID. And the guy was crying, crying, crying. He said, oh, I, I said to him, listen, brother. My advice for you. Marry another woman. He said, I will never, never, never. My wife, my wife, my wife. He was crying. I go, to my woman. the best man Ik kan maar zeggen, altijd op mij schouwen. Nee, zei vrouw. Ik zei, brother. Jesus zei. Ik praat samen jullie wat die mannen het en vrouwen zitten. Is dat wijs? Pastor, shepherd. Jesus zei, als je in die hemel komt. Die vrouw wat jouw vrouw was. Zij kennen niet meer zoals een vrouw niet. Of zoals engelen in die hemel. Remember the Pharisees tried to trick him with the story of the man who had seven, uh, the woman who had seven husbands. So they asked him, whose husband, whose wife will she be? So he said, ah, jylle verstaan die ding verkeerd. Ons gaan mekaar ken, maar die ding van seks is nie daar nie, is, is, is net hier gewees. So moet nie worry nie, hy wat die, die, die ander geloof sê, sê gaan klom wird, en skryf alle lieg. Daar is nie soe ding in die jimmel nie. Is hy met my? Toe sê ek, brother, op, hy Toe kom my brader my nou die dag wees. Die nieuwe girl hier wat hy gegeen. Ek sê, daar sê brader, daar sê. Daar sê. Ek sê brader, ek is een trouw officier. Bring haar, ons maak sommer gauw die ding vast. En sê daar, eie huise, eie kar, as jy sikkelari. Ek laat jou nie trouw met een sikkelari. O, jyr, nie, nie, nie. But a shepherd can guide you. Yes. Sy sal, jou vrou, wat dood is, bly jou vrou. Sy sal altyd vir hou nou. Maar kom ons gaat aan, want sy kan nie vir ewig so chunky. You will have eternal joy. You will have eternal joy. Hallelujah. Sy sal ook sê, hy deen is nogal bitter as die eerste ene. Hallelujah. I even had to guide, I'm guiding, why a sheep needs guidance? I had to guide one lady, I said, los die man, los hom, sky hom. Pastor, die Bijbel sê, hey, sy gaan van ewig tjang met die jong. En my ek jylde counsel, ek kan my sê, jylde dag by jou, hy is kost het die man. Los die jong. Hy is nie werd, hy is nie jou werd nie. Nou my een, hy het gejol, hy het jol met klomvrouwens, nou die Bijbel gejol die recht. A man wat so jol, los hom. 
Ik zeg ook nou los om man. Ik is moeg van voor jouw counsel. Ik ga voor jou lekker man ik in die kerkere. Ja. You'll be happily. You'll be married. Hoe zeggen? Happily ever. En zij is niet de auto mijn man te krijgen. Zij zal die gloe zoek mensen mekaar op. Loneliness is one of the challenges of life. People can't take the loneliness. Trouw man. Maar zij kan niet trouw. You cannot get married without the guidance of a person like a shepherd. You see? Hij gaat koppen en je altijd stamt in mekaar. You need God. That's why sheep need Guidance. I see the Lord blessing all of you. I see your life prospering. I really do. Your poverty is coming to an end. You'll be taught how to give to God and how God will bless you. And if you believe it, you will really see it. If you lose a job, don't worry. Be comforted. God is going to give you another job. Yes. Sometimes you go through a little valley. That's also part of the Lord's training for you. Don't cry too much. We all go through valleys. You will come back to the top again. Hallelujah. But you must keep going forward and God is in the business of blessing you and He will bless you if you can submit under a shepherd. Hallelujah. Bow your heads please. Bow your heads please. Hallelujah. Before we break the bread and drink the wine, I want to appeal to anybody that has come here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you and you say, Pastor, I'm not living right. I'm not serving God the way I should. I want to serve Him. I want to give my all to Him. I want to follow Jesus. I want to give my life to Him from this day forward. Can you pray for me? Is there someone like that? Put up your right hand. I want to pray for you. If there's someone here, you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. It's very important that I give you this opportunity because God will keep me responsible. Don't think because you come to this church, you are already saved. No, salvation is personal. You must say to Jesus, please come into my heart. Come into my life. Hallelujah. Now, if you are here and you, 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 you don't belong, you must belong. You must belong to a small group. And in turn, that's the way we care for you. That's my instruction to my leaders to care for you in the, in the form of a small group. I trust you will become obedient like a sheep, not a goat. If you have been visiting for more than a few weeks, you must now join a small group. The small group ministry, Pastor Ali, he should be around here. Yes, come stand here. Are you, do you have a desk there today? Okay, but we will, we will soon allocate you to a small group. And it will work for you, don't worry. Just, just obey the instruction. Obey the instruction. In that way, we can care for you and we can comfort you. Hallelujah. Everybody stand to their feet and I'll say a prayer. Then the, as the, the breaking of bread, people can get ready. I'm praying for you now, for the sermon that I just preached. The shepherd. The shepherd. The shepherd. How many of you don't have jobs? You're looking for a job. Come quickly to the front here. Quickly. Quickly to the front. Many people are getting work. They just get work. 
they get to work. But you must give to the Lord the 10% of your earnings. And you will continue to be blessed. You will continue to be blessed. Yes, come. I'm just doing it as I'm led by the Spirit. All who are hungry and thirsty, come and your souls will be fed. If the Lord gives you work, will you give God's portion to Him? Will you give God's portion? You come for work? As you are working, you can give the Lord's portion. Moet nie wees soos die klom mense wat sê, ja, dan sien sy ek hulle nie weet nie. Ek is so bang om te bid vir julle, want as julle geel sien, dan hoe was julle weg? And you don't know God wants to give you far more than what you are getting now. All of us must give our money to God. Just a 10% they ask, the rest is for you, but the rest will be blessed. Lift your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for them. Hallelujah. And I lay my hands on them according to your word. May that door open for her. the needs of people and may they give you money for it. Anoint your hands. They will you knock, they shall give you work. I speak to you prophetically in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen. It's very important that we testify. Whenever the Lord blesses you, Severiano, uh, where's this young man? He told us about his father that had COVID, isn't it? It's your father. And then he came here for prayer. He came to stand. His father wasn't even here. He came on behalf of his father. And he showed me the pictures of the pipes. His father was very sick. The doctor said he's going to be one of the COVID deaths. He, said, he came here. He said, Pastor, pray. And then he sent me a he told somebody in the church and they said, testify. And he sent me the picture. It was two days later they released him from hospital. Is it right? Something like that. I remember reading your story. You must believe in the power of God. And you must believe that I'm a man sent from God. Paul said to Corinthians, I might not preach as the best preachers in the city, but I am an apostle. Corinthians 11, 2 Corinthians 11, read it. 
I am the chief of the apostles. He said, not that I can't preach like well and I'm short and you don't know, you don't know the power I carry. He said, you don't know the power I carry.